As usual, this podcast is recorded in a reasonably quiet studio with only one live animal in it, and that's Sergey, and he's asleep by the window. So hopefully he won't decide to... Uh, Throw everything off the Assert desk. himself, yes. So the other warning is that this podcast should not be considered explicit or adult in nature, but we do swear a lot. So there is your warning. And on that note, welcome to Productivity Alchemy Episode 10. Woo! Episode 10. We are just back from Worldcon. Well, okay, it's been a week, but we needed that week to recover. Uh, <laughs> I need a couple more weeks to recover. Yes, and we're leaving for Bubonicon in two days. Two days? In fact, by the time they listen to this... Well, we'll be on the airplane, Yeah. right, when this releases. So there's that. The trick is that we have an interview. I hope to pick up an interview or two while we're at Bubonicon, because there are a couple people who are like, oh, please talk to me about productivity, and I'm excited about that. Yes. So we have that. We also uh, need to mentioned that I say a lot and I'm trying to curb that and I got called on it by one of our listeners who's like go join this thing or that thing or count or something so I'm trying it's really hard because there's a gap in my head that's trying to let my brain catch up with what's coming out of my mouth and thinks it needs to make noise it needs to make noise which is reasonably difficult sometimes you actually do pretty well, all things considered, probably because of the DJ thing. It's just, I suspect you started this particular show somewhat cold without thinking about what you were going to say. I start all of these shows without thinking <laughs> about what I'm going to say in a lot of ways. I mean, we're not scripted, so I am making it up as I go along. And sometimes the, the hindbrain says, don't let there be dead air. Don't let there be dead air and wants to make a noise. Well, one thing we have to do is you have to let your wombat test subject rant about... Wombat. We will. We will. I do have a confessional first. Okay. We are over a week back from Helsinki, and I only looked at my planner for the first time really in a week today. It was... Ooh. I know. Well, it, there was a lot of triage when I got home. <laughs> a lot of triage. Like, all the work email. I could do personal email just sort of slam through all the little noises and spams and list things while we were gone just straight to the inbox and and see what i was looking for but i had to sort through all the other stuff and then i had work email which again i had to sort through all the noise because there are still people who firmly believe and i could go on a completely different tear about this who firmly believe that the best way to send alerts for critical things is to send an email which is absolutely false and i can if if you want the rant on that <laughs> ask me in person because i will explain in too great, many hand gestures too many hand gestures and too much frustration over the years of something went wrong i only found out about it two hours later because i checked my email two hours later and a customer screaming and all that stuff be that as it may I let myself kind of get out of the groove because... We were on vacation. We were on vacation. I didn't pay attention to shit while I was on vacation in terms of organization other than where do we need to be and when do we need to be there in, in very short, like, day increments. Sometimes not even that far in advance. The only thing we had fixed on the schedule was the Hugo ceremony. Congratulations, by the way. And our airline tickets. And our airline tickets, yeah. yeah. Uh, congratulations on the Hugo. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. I was there and I said congratulations, but... You sobbed and hugged me. I did not sob this time. You you hugged me laughing hysterically, hysterically. in a manner that to the untrained eye sounded a lot like sobbing. No, I, I knew what was coming. I didn't believe you when you said you were going to do this speech, which you ended up not being able to read the actual text of. You just sort of wung it. Uh, yeah, the uh, wung, now the past tense of wing. Um, <laughs> I was on my iPad. I had written it out in Evernote, actually. 
and I took my iPad up, and the spotlights hit the screen. It instantly went dark beta for light adjustment, and I realized I could not read the screen. And fortunately, I am a reasonably skilled improvisational speaker. You are. Uh, Better than me sometimes. Too largely doing this podcast for that. Not this particular <laughs> podcast, but, you know. All the podcasts. Yeah. And also, I had read the speech like ten times, so I was able to deliver the speech, which is about whale fall and what happens when whales die, and I had also delivered it a couple of times in the car driving, because that is how I prep for speeches, it is. is I basically recite them to midair in the car. So, I had it. I was able to deliver most of it. I... Did not name the publisher by name that I wanted to. I just said Apex Publications, not Jason Sizemore. Hi, Jason. You're not listening, but hi. Uh, if you're listening, <laughs> hi, Jason. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I completely blanked on thanking Sigrid Ellis, who I really wanted to thank because it was Sigrid who got me started writing short stories in the first place, or selling them anyway, or at least accepting people would give me money. But anyway, But I did remember to thank you. You did. And then I said, because I had completely forgotten how the speech ended, Y'all have a nice night now. <laughs> it walked off. And it was beautiful. And Mer Lafferty and I, who were sitting there with your empty chair between us, are howling. Well, Mer knew because she'd been at the bar when I wrote the speech. Yeah. Right. And neither of us, I think, actually expected you to go through with it. And since we knew what was <laughs> coming, every time you paused, we lost it. The crowd was, was very, very friendly and listening with a kind of stunned, enthusiastic horror. So. The best part, though, and I'm waiting to... I have yet to find the video. They said it'll be up in like a week. Okay. The person who is doing the translation, the transcribing it for the hearing impaired, did a heroic job. I've been heard that. I was the one person in the audience who could not see this. Right. The... <laughs> orange cat is climbing up the door. Look, there are paws peeking out over the top of the door. Yes. She is a terror. Uh, this is why I close the door during the day because otherwise we have moments like earlier today when she jumped on my back and started furiously licking my head and inside my ear. You want something that's going to break your concentration of that focus you had. It is a cat leaping onto your back, grabbing hold with claws, and then furiously licking particularly inside the ear, because apparently that needs extra grooming. This is bad for concentration and productivity, just saying. Anyway, the... The point, the, the, the long story short, is that none of us wrote anything in our planners, or looked at our planners, or contemplated none of our it. planners. None of it. I didn't even pack my planner, except I had my iPad with one note. Right, and so that brings us to our Wombat test subject, and what you did... In terms of OneNote, so the first question I have is, how was it from a utility standpoint? It failed. It failed. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Tell me more. It. I, I was so excited. It was almost there, but it... And this is a problem with the Mac version, the or rather the iOS, the, the iPad version, does not have a calendar function. And... Everyone says, okay, go in and download a template for the calendar. Right. You can't download or upload or use templates in the iPad version. And I go online and the forums are full of angry Mac users or angry iPad users going, it really looks Both. like you just shipped this sucker out with uh, just so you could say you had it uh, in the, I, the, the app store and uh, it doesn't do the things it needs to do. The utility of it, from my standpoint, where I'm on Windows for work most of the time, and I'm then putting things in OneNote, is I can then get to them on my phone, on my Macs, on my... So, on the one hand, it's cool that I'm no longer limited to, well, if I'm using OneNote, I have to use it on Windows. On the other hand... Macs and mobile devices do get sort of the short end of the stick. And the problem is that the lack of the calendar function made it unusable. It, for my 
purposes. Now, I loved having the page that I could doodle on. The doodling on was lovely. I loved having, being able to write the checklist in. That was great. I could write notes. I could slap in photos. This would be awesome if I had like a calendar where I could click the page and that would show up. There was also no way to do a like week view of uh, uh, appointments. Okay. So since I had no way to, there's no way to set like appointment reminders. There's no right. way. So basically it was a place to write down a to-do list. And as we have established 99% of the time when I write down a to-do list, it's a have done list. It's more a done list. Yeah. And at that point it was like, why would I bother entering this in here? For that. That being said, there is a use case where I see one up being very useful for me. Uh, a listener who, of course, was on Twitter, and so I have no idea who, what their name is, uh, <laughs> pointed me to what they're using OneNote for, which is to keep track of their seeds. And in gardening, like they would have, you know, seed. It, it, these are things that I made up my own pages for that actually looked a lot like the the ones they had they in did. OneNote. Yeah. Including, ironically, we used very similar uh, systems of. Uh, teching of uh, uh, the, the plant working or not. Like, right. we both had victory, meh, and uh, then mine was like, uh, uh, and then there was where it was like, uh, died terribly or died horribly, and mine was died like a dog. And uh, I also had one for where did this go, and I have made a terrible mistake. Um, so, and for that it was beautifully organized, because each page you can, you know, you have a template, uh, and or in this case you have one, then you just duplicate the the page, so you right. sort of work around the lack of templates. Little check boxes, you know, you can post in the photo. It was that I can still see using OneNote for that. It will be useful for me as the day-to-day -day planner. It was bullshit. Okay. So then I got really angry. You did. There was muttering. Just a little. That's a lie. <laughs> there was more than just muttering. Yes. Muttering itself was a lie. There was swearing. Yeah. Well, I, I muttered some of the swears. And uh, then... That noise in the background, by the way, is Sergey, who I believe has decided he's ready to be done with this bullshit. Can I be your cat butler, Sergey? No, 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 Sergey just wanted me to acknowledge his existence. No, 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 he's he's about to get pushy, because that's what this cat does. Um, uh, he wants we me are to get up a and do this. professional podcast of professional podcasters who podcast professionally. There you go, buddy. There's the door up. There you go. Yep, mm-hmm. He didn't want you to open the door for him. That's the kind of cat we have. <laughs> yes, he he wishes to establish that you will you will fetch and carry for him. Sometimes I fetch and carry him. Yes, it's true. Anyway, um, so then I was like, where is the the app that is a calendar with to do lists in it? And bugger if I could find one. Welcome to the frustration I've had for the last several years using apps. Now, what I wound up doing okay. is I have um, Wonderlist. Ah, oh, Wonderlist. Are you about to tell me that they're selling all of my data to the Russians? Or well, something? they're owned by Microsoft. Well, whatever. That's fine. Um, so is OneNote. Yes. So, you know, yes. lateral move. Uh, this has the advantage of it has it is all to-do lists, but I can have like a to-do list that just has things. It shows me that under work, the art for Hamster Princess Six is due Friday, December first, and I have one for travel, which is fly to Bubonicon yep. on Thursday. And then you can click on it, and then you get sub lists. You do, and it's like subtasks. And those are easier than trying to sort the checklists in uh, in OneNote. I gotta say, because you just hit a little plus button and they come up. Yep. Um, you can add notes. I am not really certain. And then for the week, it tells you what your things are. That's fairly okay. But again, there is no calendar function, so it is very difficult to look at it and see where on you know the calendar the thing is. Like you just it's a, like it says the date, but it doesn't show you a right. picture. Right. It, it doesn't integrate with the calendar uh, and that's the shortcoming i had with wonderlist when i tried it uh on windows and mac and my phone is it syncs beautifully it really did sync beautifully it showed up everywhere it's got enough hooks that if i wanted it to automatically put things in habitica 
was it Habitica? Yeah, it would work. So if I had a habit or a daily task, I could click it in Wonderlist and it would be clicked off in Habitica. The downside I think I found with it is it doesn't do, it didn't at the time, do repeating tasks very well. Uh, supposedly they've added that, but I don't know if that's true or not because I haven't tried that yet. One of my big use cases on an app is being able to say, I have a meeting at 9.45 a.m. every Monday through Friday. That's our team stand-up. I don't want to have to enter that every single week for every single day. And so the repeating repeating events is a huge one for me when dealing with digital tools. Mine, uh, my specific one is actually my mom. Um, I right. uh, pay my mom the rent on the house that my mom has and yes. in Oregon. And that has to be done by the 31st, but I need to be reminded of it in advance because I'm usually going to take a few days to go, yeah, I really got to do that. <laughs> but... That isn't a do it on a Monday or a Tuesday. That is a must recur on a date. Yes. So on the 25th of every month, I wish to be reminded of this. You would think that would be a much easier thing for programs to handle, but a lot of times they'll be like, is it every Monday? And I'm like, no, it's the 25th of every month. And they're like, this is black magic you're asking me to do. There is a lot, and I've done a lot of research into this. There is a lot that goes into calendaring there is a reason that there are only, in a large part, two major calendar providers anymore. Those are Google Calendar and Microsoft Exchange Calendar. And the reason is Google and Microsoft have the engineering power to do all of these things correctly because dealing with calendars and recurring events is really hard, especially if you've got something that's supposed to recur on the 30th. What happens on the month where there's no 30th, there's a 31st? You want it on the last day of the month. And then February grow, goes and fucks everybody up. And we want it on the first Monday of the month, but the first Monday of the month isn't always predictable. Sometimes it's the first, sometimes it's the seventh or the eighth. It gets really Strange. It's unlikely that the first Monday of the month would ever be the eighth. I meant this. I, I corrected myself. <laughs> I meant the seventh. I realized that. That would be the second Monday of the month. Yes. There's... Sorry, that was to head off the email. Uh, no, that's fair. That's fair. The really fun part is when you start dealing with things like the holiday calendars. Mm. Like the rules on Labor Day are fucked up. Labor Day is the first Monday in September after the first Sunday in September. So if Monday's the first, it's not Labor Day. If Sunday's the first, then Monday's Labor Day. And so dealing with all of these weird cases and special circumstances really makes me want to go back to just straight lunar 28 days some days. <laughs> yeah, there's, unfortunately there's some drift. Even the Egyptians had the intercalary days. Right. But all things considered, it really makes it a lot easier than the leap day, oh god, the leap seconds that get injected every so often to keep the clocks accurate, and now I have to deal with everything blowing up because, oh no, we jumped ahead by a second and we weren't expecting that, and is our, is our clock off and everything freaking out. Twice this has happened in the last, I want to say, six years with this job. Once everything blew up, the other time we all sort of sat around clutching all of our totems possibly there was a goat involved somewhere to make sure nothing crashed because a second was added to the clock and programs don't always know how to deal with that so i right. for a workaround went okay. and got another app which one this is fantastical oh fantastical yes fantastical okay that makes sense because it's a calendar yes all right but it's spelled <laughs> fantastical Yes, but it's pronounced fantastical. How do you pronounce the word? You know the word. The image format starts with a G, ends with an F. Pronounce it for me. As far as I know, it's always been GIF. All right, thank you. Our marriage <laughs> can continue. Hey, believe me, this was... What I don't get, this was controversial... 20 years ago when I first started seeing the image format 
Why the hell are we still having this argument 20 years later? Particularly because it stood for graphics image format, and graphics is not pronounced graphics. Correct. Damn straight. Anyway. Um, and by the way, it's JPEG, not JPG. JPEG is the full name of the file format. When you see a JPG file, that is JPEG, and that is how you pronounce it. The beauty of this is I don't get any emails for this show, so it's all Kevin's problem. <laughs> uh, Fantastical is a very super stripped down look at you. It's a calendar and you swipe. and But it does a nice thing where it has the list of... Um, basically, I have every single appointment that I have entered into this thing just shows up on a little side. It does. Here. You know, fly to con, fly home hair appointments, uh, go to Davies one event, and it tried to integrate some stuff from like a million years ago, and I'm not sure... It pulled in your existing iOS calendar. The last time I updated my existing iOS calendar, it says Thursday 628.12, turn off the hose. So you see what you were dealing with getting me onto a calendar system here. Either that or it pulled it out of the iOS Reminders, which is a really cool little app they put in. There's a lot of... Well, apparently I haven't touched it for five years. That would not surprise me. <laughs> because it's me? Yes, and because this is the first time I've seen you going with your own initiative out to look at calendar programs and organizational programs this is the first time since we started doing this podcast not only this podcast since we got together <laughs> almost 10 years ago yeah. that you have gone out and said this isn't working for me i will find the next one i will get organized i will stay organized i will track this stuff also evernote didn't work for me no yeah I mean, Evernote is useful if I wanted... It was useful before Word came along for the iPad. Because yep. I was writing things in Evernote, and that was much easier. But now I don't even need Evernote for anything, because I have Word, and, like, I can... Word and Dropbox, Word and right? Dropbox, so, frankly, I could just cancel my subscription to Evernote. Um, I'm not sure I renewed my more. last one. I sucked everything out of it with a cloud service I have called um, Cloud... Cloud HQ, I believe it is, which allows you to sync all your different cloud services. It's really cool. It's a little... It, it costs money, but the bit where now I have my Evernote backed up to my Google Drive and my Dropbox backed up to, you know, and everything is backing up without me having to do anything and I can get to my data, I am really happy. Um, so the frustration here, Oh, though. there, I went and said it again. Keep going. What? You said what? The U word. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh. There is one problem. Tell me this problem. I still don't have any place to write my fucking word count. That is a problem. Like, I have my to-do list, which it's much easier to add to-dos, but I'm not using it for to-dos like go get the damn cat litter. Right. Um, which was a lot of trouble to enter into OneNote. Yeah. And it'd be much easier to enter it into Wonderlist, but I don't. What happens when I complete a task in Wonderlist? I haven't completed anything in Wonderlist. I'm gonna do this live on air. All right. Week. Um. Uh. Work. Okay, we're just gonna say it's work. Add a to do. Um. It's really easy to add a to do with this. It really is. And it's really easy to check it off. And I just hit check. Yes, I have added it, and then I checked the little box. Show completed to-dos. And there, there's yeah, a, th there it shows. a list of everything you've done. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that is handy, but I don't know how I would... The ability to put in a fungible task that says write X number of words today... Mm -hmm. or is a little more abstract because it expects well-defined tasks. If you were to make a daily task of write 
at least 500 words. That's what I do in Habitica. Yes. Uh, in fact, I have Habitica, I have like four tasks. I have write 500 words, write 1,000 words, write 1,500 words, write 2,000 words. Mm -hmm. And I check off whichever one I get, and I get more XP for 2,000 words than 500. Yes. But the... But Habitica, I love it, I enjoy it, it has no calendar function. But it does make me feel good about accomplishing all the shit I accomplished during the day, which is nice. It's getting better. So we're going to do a full review of Habitica, probably in October when I have co-founder Vicky Sue on hand. She and I will be speaking at All Things Open in Raleigh, North Carolina in October, allthingsopen.org. To get your tickets. This is how committed Kevin is to productivity. He's talking about Habitica right. and a thing. We're going to talk about open source using Habitica to gamify your productivity at All Things Open, which is an open source conference. And this is the first time they've had a gaming track, and they were so excited to hear about this. This is... And so Vicky's going to come down. We're going to talk about this. It will be a talk. Oh my god, the first time Vicky, it, Kevin met Vicky the fanboying. Actually, there was the nervousness. <laughs> what you didn't see or really hear about is the, okay, I'm in a strange city. I'm meeting a fan. How do I Vicky arrange this? Vicky was a fan of mine for right. three years. How do I arrange this so I don't look like a creeper or get in trouble or something like that. We'll set it up in a public place. What we'll you know? And, and make Vicky feel comfortable going to right. meet random dude. Yeah. Random dude. What I didn't expect was for us to become really like fast friends <laughs> and all that stuff. So I'm really excited about having Vicky here on the show in a couple months. I'm really excited about presenting at All Things Open with her. Habitica is really cool. It is. And I want to spend some time like really some time in it before we as building up towards the talk maybe I don't know the side effect is I don't want to short that one a little bit like we tend to blow through these apps a lot there you basically learned that they don't work for me and that right and there are a couple I'd really like to go into some more depth on one of the things I will mention this is where she says cult, folks. Most of these apps, Wonderlist, Fantastical, are geared towards freelancers using GTD. Getting things done. David Allen's getting things done. Cool. Yeah, see, I saw that coming. <laughs> I don't know if the internet heard that since I wasn't aimed towards the thing, but... Right. The... From the cult lord himself. <laughs> no, the cult lord himself is Stephen Covey and Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Splinter cult. Two cults war. I I think... Fifteen planners enter. Sixteen <laughs> planners leave. <laughs> no, no. Yes, no, you do. That's how it is. Fifteen planners will enter and then they will cross-pollinate and sixteen will leave. It's 15 planning systems enter, 16 leave. Whatever. <laughs> the idea, though, is that it goes back to the basics I talked about way back in that first one. Is you have, you sit down and you figure out what you're going to, what you need to put on the list, gathering your information, gathering and sorting, and then putting it in a trusted place, wonder list, fantastic hell, and then going through it and doing it. One uh, fantastic Cal I have not seen work at all for checklists. It's just good for remind me I have a hair appointment or a dentist appointment. We will look at it because I remember it having a way to integrate with a with to dos. Mm. So it may just be a question of finding the little thing to flip. Or, yeah, there's not really many directions. It's just swipe here, swipe there. If you swipe the thing swipely, it shows you a different <laughs> thing. And I'm like. Okay, so I know I swiped the... Oh, fuck, I swiped the wrong thing. If I swipe this down, I can see the thing. Okay. And then I swipe... I No, I'm just swiping the extra months. Now I'm swiping into the past. Um, I... Yeah. One of the things I liked about Fantastical when I was still on a Mac was it could synchronize and talk to all of your calendars and kind of show it really well in one place 
on par with, if not a little better than the native app on Macs and iOS. The if you go to the best calendar apps for the Mac, Fantastical is routinely at the top list. That was how I started pulling apps, by the way, was I was reading yep. all the, the review sites. Yep. And then you start to run into the shortcomings. Well, I need my to-do list. Well, this doesn't really do to-do lists, so you need another app for that. And there's no real holistic system except the great evil empire, Microsoft. Yeah, no, I have Microsoft. OneNote failed me. It didn't do it. No. Mm. Outlook. It, that's what I get my email in. Yes. Outlook has calendaring. Outlook has to-do lists. Outlook has everything integrated in one single program. I know. Mm. On the desktop, uh, for someone who has to work with an Exchange server every day, this is how I live. My calendar and my email are one program, and this is what I do for work because it's just easier. When I'm not doing work stuff that requires Outlook, because frankly, I hate Outlook in a lot of ways, it becomes much more difficult because nothing is as well put together because Microsoft has spent the last... Hold on, let's see. When did they buy... They bought Microsoft Mail. It wasn't Microsoft Mail, but they bought the program that would become the first version of Microsoft Mail back in 1995 and I remember we were all looking at it funny at the time and then that became Exchange 1.0 with Microsoft Mail I was literally a, an email consultant for a portion of the 90s no it would have been earlier than that it would have been like yeah no it was 95 because I moved to New York in 94 and then they bought them in 95 and I moved back in 96 I was literally, though, helping people take their multiple email systems as corporate mergers and things would happen, or buyouts, and get them to talk to each other, because this was before we had SMTP. This was also before Microsoft took over corporate email. Anyway. It was a living. <laughs> but when they've, they've been at this now for, crap, 20-some-odd years... Apparently there was a program called Sunrise that was a sort of good and then somebody bought it and killed it. Microsoft. Why would they buy it and kill it? Because they bought it. What happens in these acquisitions, and I realize we're delaying the interview for this explanation. What happens Sorry. a lot of times with this, these acquisitions is they don't necessarily want the thing that the team has built. They want the team that built it. But lots of people apparently liked this Sunrise thing. A lot of people liked Sunrise. I was okay with Sunrise. It didn't really do what I needed it to do, but it looked pretty and it worked really well. And yes, but if it isn't making money, and you can take the people who are making this awesome app and put it on other apps that you have that need to be awesome, then it's a win as far as the company is concerned. And Microsoft has a lot of money and a lot of apps that mm. frankly need to be more awesome. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, so that's what I've been doing is fighting my way through apps, and uh, I'm so proud. Well, except that I still don't have anything to track my word count. I might wind up just going back to freaking notes and writing down a number. And how stupid is that? Um, Welcome to the last my ten ten years of frustration, twenty years of frustration with the app infrastructure. I get my first smartphone. I'm like, this is awesome. And I'm going to do this. And then within a year, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Why can no one design an app that does X, Y, and Z? Why do I have to get a different app for each? Or it'll do X really well, but Y and Z are sort of like, oh yeah, we do that. Yeah. The one thing that Habitica, frankly, needs to make it perfect for my to-do tracking is just that, calendar integration. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, I, I just want to see the calendar... We'll but, poke yeah. through some, some add-ons and things later. But anyway... Anyway. Um, also, God, these are all ugly. Yeah. Like, like Wonderlist is kind of pretty. I wonder if I can, like, change the background photo, maybe. Mm, you used but to be able to. I think it's this... It's something. Let me know. see. Is that the... That looks like the top of the Space Needle in Seattle. I don't think it is. It might be. Who might be. Yeah. Anymore? But, um, 
yeah, so I'm frustrated. I still don't have a place to write down my to-do list, or not my to-do list, my, uh, well, my shitty to-do list, like, remember to go get milk. Uh, but the thing is, I didn't really use that much anyway. I, there are very few things that I write down, things I have to do today. I was just writing down things I did so I felt productive, so I'm not really missing that part at all. But the, um, having a place to write down my, my... What your word count was today, and then you can look and see what your word count has been over the last, yeah, I know. ...month, and then be like, wow, I wrote 20,000 words. I'm a badass. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, so there's our Wombat test subject. You're going to keep playing with apps? Uh, I'm going to go to Bubonicon and interview CJ Sherry, and I have, like, one day to come up with good interview questions. I, I have a list of seven interview questions that seem to work for me. I don't need to know how she gets organized. I just need to say something other than, oh, my God, do you know you're CJ Sherry? You've written <laughs> all the books. Are you aware that you have written all the books? You'll be fine. Yes. I might just lead with that then. There you go. <laughs> Thinking of interviews, this week I have an interview I got at Worldcon with our friend C.E. Murphy, Katie or Kit to her friends. So you'll... Author of Urban Shaman and a number oh, of other books. number of other the books. Fans. There were a couple, I forget what series it was I read by her that I really enjoyed. I haven't been able to keep up because I'm behind on all my books right now. Like, I'm only just now getting to... Strauss's Merchant Princes series which will take me you know there's only like 10 books in it now so that's how far behind I am so here's my interview with Katie and we will talk to you after that everybody we're at Worldcon and I'm here with my friend Katie Murphy who is an author and an awesome person and she's agreed to do an interview for the podcast for all you folks at home so Katie would you introduce yourself and what you do yes I will um, I write under C.E. Murphy I write primarily urban fantasy although I have a whole bunch of other stuff also um, my most my longest running series is the Walker Papers uh, which is about John Walker a Seattle cop who uh, has no use for the mystical, but it turns out that the mystical has quite a lot of use for her. Mm. Um, and then I've got I've got some historical fantasy and a little bit of romance. I've done all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, the important question here is how do you keep yourself organized? I make lists. I'm a list maker. You're a list maker. I am a list maker. I have okay. I have a great and fond great and deep fondness for lists, um, and I occasionally use software to keep my lists. That's nice to do. Software? Okay. Yeah, um, Workflowy is currently my favorite. Work. Okay, yeah, I've um, seen it. I haven't tried it. Yeah. It, 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 does, it does what it says on the tin for me. It, it, <laughs> I mean, really, all I like to keep a list, and it's digital, which for me is I can access it everywhere. We were just talking about the notebooks and how, right, how easy right. it is to be forced to buy a new blank book because you accidentally left the one that you were writing in at home and so you have 15 of them with three pages used right. and if I use Workflowy then I can pull it up on my phone or my computer or whatever and I don't have an excuse to buy another blank book so that's, uh. that's reasonably fair <laughs> we're trying to use OneNote was the last challenge I had I haven't tried doing. that at all how's it really? working yeah um, so for me right. OneNote is usually pretty good because okay. I can I, I Windows for work. Right. And now they've got the thing with OneNote on your phone. Right. All the phones. All the phones, yeah. And Windows and Mac and the web interface for people like me who also use Linux. And it's, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, which is a problem. Yeah. And it's really nice. Oh, good. In that I can update the thing on my phone and add a new section. And right. You know, that's, that's what I'm finding with Workflow, so it's working for me in the same way. Right. Yeah, so, cool. Excellent. 
So what, what habits or systems are important to you in keeping yourself organized? I'm keeping myself organized. Lists. Um, I'm not very good at updating my lists. Um, I, I, I tend to I'll get a bunch of stuff done over the course of the week, and then I sit down, and I sit, did I get it done? Did I get it done? Did I get it done? I go through it. Um, I, I have it open so that I'm keeping an eye on it, right, but I don't right. tend to mark things off until I feel that they're solidly done. Um, I keep... I just I do I keep exhaustive lists um, I, little details I, if I have to contact somebody even if it's even if it's a thing that I have to do with every project I put it onto every project just you know make sure you email that person to ask this question right. make sure you, and I do it for everyone just because it's the only way to make sure I never drop that ball um, and and so it works and that's that's what I need it to do that's, that's yeah fair yeah yeah. Do you um do you try time blocking at all? I mean, that's something that like my boss, my new boss, is really fond of. Is using the time blocking methods, and while it it works better for some people than others, depending on your field, depending on what your day is. I see you on Twitter doing the all right. I'm going to do a writing sprint right now. Right, right. And that's sort of a time boxing. I have been running for many years now, um, a, a word war room um, where a bunch of writers from all over the world um, log in and the goal of the room is not to sit around and chat. I mean, it's a chat room, but the purpose of it is that we sit around and we say, okay, at the top of the hour, we're going to write for half an hour. And ideally, nobody talks for the next half hour. Nobody <laughs> chats in the room. We all go and we do our thing. And then we come back and we say, I got 700 words written, or I got 20 words written, or I did the laundry. Just not an unfrequent. It happens. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a thing that needed doing. So, um, And I started it um, before my son was born because I had a book that had to get done Deadlines. before he was born or else motivated. it was going to be... And um, I was hoping at the time, I was hoping it would run for maybe six months so that I could get this project done. Um, and that was eight years ago. Um, and so I have been, I do in fact time block. Um, I use, we do half hour ward wars and that has been, it's been a lifesaver, not just for me, but for a bunch of people because we know that if we log into the room, there's a degree of accountability and a, a degree of socialization in a right. job that is pretty isolated. Very, um, yes. Uh, we you know, spend an awful lot of time talking to the people in our heads, and so it's <laughs> nice to have a little interaction with people outside of our heads. Um, so I can find that really, really effective. And for me, an hour time block is actually the best amount of time for writing because I get more than... Like I write pretty fast, so I might get in half an hour, I might get 700 words done, kind of. But in an hour, I'll get 1,700. I, I add, wow. I, I you get that momentum. Yeah, I get the momentum going, and so just the hour block is is the best for me. Of course, then I have to stand up and move around so that I do not turn into an utter lump. But um, this is this is standard in in any group that's using a, a method similar to that. Uh, one of the ones that we're working with that I'm sure Ursula will never, ever, <laughs> no matter how hard I say you have to try this, she's not going to do it, is the Pomodoro technique. Yes, I was just trying to remember the name of that one. I have yeah. I have friends who swear by it. Yeah, but their recommended size is 25 minutes and then, and then five minute break. But right. if that doesn't, you could maybe have a bigger yeah, tomato, I mean, just, but... Yeah, for, I mean, it depends, because because the half hour gives you at least, you, you have a chance to move around a little bit more and refresh. It's just, it's, I've found personally that that longer block tends to net me enough greater of a, of a word count that it's, the, I'll take that, the extra time, it works for me. I've but, yeah. seen a couple of things where you can mark off how many tomatoes it takes to get a thing done. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool, though. And then, at the end of it... You can say, okay, I know this takes three tomatoes. Right. So I'm going to dedicate the next uh, three would be, let's say, if your tomato is 25 minutes, that's 50, an hour and 15 minutes. Right. And I know it's going to take an hour and 15 minutes, so I'm going to do this for an hour and 15 minutes, and then I can take a 15-minute break or a 20-minute break. Right. Saving it up so that right. you, you can get the longer break. Right. So you're accomplishing both things. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and if you know how long the project is going to take, because if I if I do the um, 
um, if I do a half hour writing block, if I do two half hour writing blocks with a 10 minute break in between, that's usually what we have is 10 minutes. So people can go get tea or do whatever it is that they're doing right, in their right. various places around the world. Um, then in the course of that hour, I'll get 900 words. Um, which is it was pretty good writing, but I but if I if I go straight, I can get way more than that. So it's yeah. If you know if you know what your where your where, where your, your goal yeah is, where it yeah. is yeah it's really it can be a really useful useful thing to do yeah. So time blocking like that has been I've been using it for years. And just didn't have the name. No, I didn't have that name. So there we go. You have taught me something I think today. It's time boxing is what time my boss calls it. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, would you consider that your biggest help? Or it, it, maybe biggest piece of, or the, so the biggest help question is much more. What was the biggest help that was was passed on to you? What do you think was the biggest help, or what is the biggest help for you right now? Or consistency is the really it is the most useful thing. If I can if I can get myself into the seat and sit down and do the work, um, and I haven't you know, from day to day to day, I. I'm not breaking the flow of what I'm doing, right. um, and I haven't had a lot of consistency lately. I'm, I'm doing a little bit here, and a little bit five days later, and I, I totally you have to start all over every time you do that. Right. And so, for me, using I can go my, ideally, really for me, it takes like six weeks to write a book, um, and what I do is I'm like hyper focused on it. This is what I'm doing for this period of time. And um, I, I do it every day, weekends, straight through, um, ideally, not right. always in actuality, but ideally, because that consistency and getting the time in there like that um, creates its, its own like momentum. And so that, for me, the consistency of using that time in that way every day is is the greatest thing very, yeah very. build the habit yeah build yes, the, the habit exactly yeah. button chair okay. yeah button chair yeah at twitter off that one's important because that's a big distraction yes, yes all it is. the studies that are you know you hear over and over again every distraction it takes you 15 minutes to get back to what you were working on it's something that yeah. you know for a knowledge worker like myself in it that is hugely important because if the big project is due and you get that interruption and it takes you five minutes to deal with it, but actually you just lost 20 minutes. Yeah, lost 20 minutes of time, half an hour of time, and you're like, okay, and I, yep, it's hard to do. It's hard to have to stop and start. So how do you reward yourself? Other than the paycheck at the end of the book, because I know how that works. Yes, <laughs> no, um, I don't reward myself nearly well enough, um, and I suspect that this is a problem that lots of people have. Um, yeah. uh, the, the reward tends to be, oh good, you can do more work now, you can do the next project now. Um, but when I have, if I get a big project done, I tend to try to save up, like the latest television show I want to binge. Like I haven't watched season five of Orphan Black yet, um, because I have a bunch of things that need to get finished first. And when I finish them, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch Orphan Black all day long, and it's going to be awesome. So that's I try to do things like that. Um, one of my personal problems is I'm very bad at delayed gratification. Um, if if I if I want the thing, and the only person keeping me from getting the thing is me, bah. not much is gonna stop. Yeah. yeah. So um, so I, I'm not as good at the reward system as I would like to be. Um, that is uh, certainly a problem I'm familiar with, since I'm taking at least a month off Amazon right now. That's yeah. Well. I had to buy recording equipment to travel with, and I had to buy some notebooks to review. I have a stack of, of planners to review right. at home, and it just sort of, and then I'm looking at it going, yeah, this, this may be a bit of a problem. Maybe I need to take a look. Maybe, maybe take a step back. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you do when you fail? I'm very angry at me. <laughs> um, bad writer. Um... No, I don't really usually get angry at myself. The th a lot of the things that cause me to fail tend to be external. Um, family stuff. Um, and certainly there's some of it that's just me screwing around. Um, but 
especially if it's if it's external i try i try i'm not very good at it but i try to go reasonably easy on myself i say look okay this is this is a thing over which essentially there is no control so let it go and 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 keep working on the on the project um but in in the long run i tend to get things done um i i do not fail that much in the grander scheme um and i it may be that i have I have I have learned to go a lot easier on myself and you will still find and anybody will still tell me that I am by far my own hardest critic Uh, that's Uh, and which is yeah and it's true and I know that I am but I um I have tried to listen to people when they say that and Ah. to cut myself to learn to cut myself some slack and it's hard to do it's really if if you're ambitious and you if you know what you want to do and how to do it 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 can be hard to I can know yeah I I can I can see that yeah and this is one of the interesting questions. I love asking this because uh, everything is around what do you do for, when you're successful? How do you celebrate? Oh, it, I know, I that. know. And and no one steps back to say, but what about those times when you miss? And for me, a lot of missing, I think, is there are so many things I would like to be able to do. There's so many projects I'd like to be able to work on, and and unless I get a TARDIS, there's just not the time to right. do it. Or a time turner. Or a time turner. That would also be excellent. <laughs> Me and Hermione, we would be like, yeah. Um, and so, I have, and occasionally, I have this, this like moment of revelation where, I, Katie, you are not going to be able to do all of this. And, and that's okay. You're gonna have to just accept that. And I had one of those um, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And I've usually that lasts for a weekend. This revelation, and then and then it's, then it's all over. It's goes, all over. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing an unusually good job of holding on to it. Um, that oh, you're gonna get it done in the time it takes. And yeah, you have this list of projects over here that you'd really like to get to. And if you can, that's going to be awesome. But if you can't, you know just it's, okay. it's going to be okay um and so I, I think that a lot of learning to deal with that kind of failure for me has been just kind of working to you know, trick my own brain or, or you know reprogram my own brain really more right. than tricking it um and, you know getting myself to believe that you know it's it's okay yes there's a stack of wonderful things that you'd love to do but if you can get to them that'll be good and if you can't It'll be okay too. Start with the things you have under contract. Exactly. Yes, the things that you have to get done right now. Have to get done. Yep. And and move on. So yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's, I think that's kind of so many different ways of phrasing that, but it's not. This isn't the swallow the frog first, which is do the horrible thing first, and then the rest of the day is easy. This is much more of the we do what we have to do, and if we can get the rest, well, that's you know, gravy. people people say to me with alarming frequency you must be so disciplined and i think boy if i were disciplined i would get so much done um but and of course you know there being self-employed and being a writer and you know, all that sort of thing you have to have a degree of discipline obviously to get the job done obviously. but um at the same time i've also come to really kind of think of it as at the end of the day this is what pays my rent and at the end of the day, anybody who goes to a, a, a day job, a standard, you know, what, you know, what you're doing is you're you're getting up and you're going to do the job because it pays right. the rent ultimately. You know, you're, I mean, it might be that you love the job, it might be that you hate the for job. For those of us in the states, it pays for our health oh, insurance. Yes, you're yeah. paying your health insurance exactly. Mm-hmm. I should mention that you live in Ireland with your husband and your son. I do. I I um, um, I moved to Ireland about twelve years ago and uh, have been there ever since. Um, and and part of the reason that we moved there is because they have health care. Right. Um, so in fact, uh, there's, there's a lot of that going on. <laughs> um, and uh, but but yeah. So the discipline of it, it's certainly there's a degree of that. But you know, everybody basically gets up and does their job in the morning, right. kind of whether you want to or not. And certainly, as a writer or you know, an artist of whatever sort, you may have a greater freedom if, if this is your primary job. You, you can say, you know, today I'm going to go to the zoo instead. Uh, look, it's a glorious day, let's have a picnic instead of work. The problem with doing that, of course, is that you're going to pay the piper later. Right. But, um, oh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. Um, but that, for me, is 
it's it it doesn't feel so much like discipline as it's the job that you have to do in order to, to pay the rent to pay whatever uh, it's my job you get up and you do your job you don't just say well you know i don't feel like going in and being an investment banker today so i'm not going to you could go in and do it unless you want to be unemployed right yeah oh, so obviously if that's your choice then that's fine but it's something similar if you want to keep the roof over your head you have to have something you have yeah. to have, yeah so okay um any other comments for the listeners uh I can't think of anything clever right now <laughs> I would love to think of something clever off the top of my head but I, I, I didn't that may be one of the cleverest <laughs> things that, that we've had at this point oh, oh dear I'm sorry to hear that you would you would be surprised so Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank that you. was fun. Yeah. And um, where, where can people find your stuff? Um, uh, everywhere. Um, you, <laughs> my, my website is mizkit.com, M-I-Z-K-I-T.com, and there's information about everything I've written there. Um, but you go to Amazon, you go to the bookstore, you go to and look for C.E. Murphy, and you will find me. And do you have a Patreon or any of those? Oh, yes, things? I do. Thank you. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I do have a Patreon, um, CE slash underscore Murphy, and I write short stories there. Um, I have at least one rough draft of a book up there. There's all kinds of stuff there. Cool. So, yeah. And I'll put a link to your website and your Twitter and your Patreon cool. in the show notes Thank you. for this one so that people can go check it out. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much. You so much. You're very welcome. Here we are shaking hands, although this is an audio thing. Well, of course. It's, <laughs> it's polite. The politeness. That's right. That's right. So during the break, we both were lamenting this and realizing that if, and by this I mean the lack of digital calendars, if we had the time and the effort and anything like that, we'd probably end up writing our own apps. I don't have time for that. Ursula doesn't have time for that. And I'm expecting you who are listening don't have time for that yet. I'm hopeful that as you learn to be more productive or listen to us fail at being productive, maybe you'll get some time worked out of your schedule because you're getting your stuff done and then you've got spare time, which is what we all want, right? Say yes. Yes, it's what we all want. I'm just learning, apparently, that there is carrot to do. Okay, so... Which is the the to-do list with the personality, which is, you remember Carrot Weather? Yeah. The one that's like, don't go outside, meat bag, you'll die, and which showed you the weather on Tatooine? Yes. Apparently it has a to-do list function. Interesting. I, sh- I, I am giving myself an assignment for the next week. There you go. Yes. For those of you listening at home, your badge code this week is WorldCon, because that's where our interview came from, and that's where we were last week and a half ago, two weeks ago, some something like that. It's starting to get blurry. Reminder, we are at Bubonicon probably by the time you're listening to this in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're really excited to be back. We love Bubonicon. We do. I am... I'm just... thrilled they, they brought me back as the Toastmaster and, you know, this dude that I cart around with me. They were like, can Kevin come too? I will also be working at Mag Labs in Alexandria, Virginia, Labor Day weekend. Pretty sure they're sold out. If they're not sold out, ooh, great. I just downloaded it and it said, Greetings, lazy human. I carrot am your new task mistress. I might have to check this one out, too. The other things to do right now, thank you, Katie, for that wonderful interview and taking some time out of your schedule at Worldcon. Persist in sloth and I will be upset. For taking the time at Worldcon to sit down with me and do that interview. 
You can find out more about this podcast, of course, at productivityalchemy.com. If you see me in person, you can ask for a card where you will get the special I Met Kevin badge, since it has a badge code on it. Make sure you tell your friends, tell your family, comment on Twitter, tell me that I'm doing it wrong, tell me that I'm doing it right. I read every comment. I read every tweet. I may not have a chance to respond to them all. I love you guys. We do have a letter show coming up soon, I think. Mostly because we'll have a gap in interviews. I expect that. But I have some great topics to cover in letters. And thank you all for your feedback. I appreciate you all. And we will see you in about a week. This app is calling me a slacker. That app knows what is up. (laughs) 